we've talked a lot about you know the single sales principle, the you know the book with Mark and all that stuff. So let's talk a little bit about the actual content inside of it, you know, the methodology and all of that. Yeah, well, I think mean, that's a really important element is let's talk about the methodology. So um, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with the movie Glen Gary, Glen Ross. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, starred Al Pacino, uh, mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey, um, about a uh, rather disheveled group of uh, real estate salesmen in a place uh, which it seemed to continually rain. Um, you know, what they were all about is what is typically called self-centric selling. And what I mean by self-centric selling were the process of working with a prospect or a client is all about the objectives and the goals that we as salespeople have. You know, what's the price I can achieve? When can I close it? Um... You know, how long is it going to take me to actually get through this sales process? What are the steps that I need to take? And so on. What we talk about is, uh, what, and what I frankly believe is a 21st century um, evolution of, of, of a sales methodology, is client-centric selling. Where everything that we do and everything that we teach is all about how we understand the client's compelling need. The single sales principle is actually is the best described is 16 words that people buy when a compelling need is met with a credible solution that offers perceived value. So let's just kind of break that down a little bit, the compelling need. Mm-hmm. Now most people um, that we're in some form of discussion with, they potentially have what we call a known need. Okay. Um, and a lot of salespeople will kind of take that known need as read. Um, they perhaps won't investigate it. They perhaps won't understand as much about it as they possibly can. Because one of the things that we're trying to bring out is not just the known need of the client, but it's also about bringing out the unknown need. You see, the sales process needs to be as much about an, a, an education process in itself. Um, When I sit down in front of a prospective client of ours, quite frankly, they're expecting me to educate them on our marketplace, uh, trends, methodologies, and so on. And out of that process, which quite frankly I embrace, uh, gives me the opportunity to be able to, yes, confirm what the compelling and known need is, but also to perhaps bring out things that the buyer had never even thought of. Because those are things that... Uh, all of a sudden can very much support the value and the credibility of, of, of our proposition. Um, so that element of understanding people's pain, and, and when I talk about understanding people's pain, I'm talking about it with a goal specifically that we're going to provide a solution to that pain, and we're going to provide and, and help people understand how they measure that solution and how they measure how that pain is eroded and it's really interesting you know you heard me talk about a forester research report that was done two or three years ago i keep very close to you know the industry i read a lot of the research um and salesforce.com recently did a a very interesting uh, uh survey on a whole range of things around sales and one of the things that struck me most of all 
was that almost half salespeople held their hand up to say that they didn't understand how to uncover customers' pain. And, and I mean, it struck me, you know, actually like a, a wrecking ball, to be quite frank with you, <laughs> because that's actually the reason why we're there in the first place, is to help people improve, be more effective, utilize a product more effectively, have some form of return on investment, make the decision makers heroes in their own organizations because they've done all of those things. Yeah. Um, so we start with all understanding what the, the compelling need is and, and that provides us with the ingredients to create a value proposition. Um, and, and that value proposition, which I'll come on to shortly, that's, that's perceived value. And what I mean by perceived value is, is that that value is personal, it's unique to that particular prospect or client. It's not something that is generic, if, if, if you will. And again, that's a point that's missed by a lot of people. If we don't understand the compelling need, then we can't put us in a, ourselves in a position to understand how we demonstrate value to the client. I either going to spend X and there's going to be a return of Y. The bigger the you know that return is, and the more effective we are in being able to demonstrate that return, then that's going to give us the opportunity to hold much firmer on our pricing, particularly in a competitive marketplace. The second element is around the credible solution, where we're actually helping people understand how they can most effectively present and demonstrate themselves, how they go about doing that what tools that they need to be able to do that, the things that buyers are looking for to help them make a decision, not just around the products and service, but it's the right organization, and most importantly, the right individual that's actually, they're gonna have a relationship with, and they're actually going to be committing to. Because fundamentally, that's what the sales process is all about. It's typically two people uh, that come together um, with a set of goals and objectives um, and can they work it out together by building a relationship mm -hmm. that, that there is the credibility in that relationship uh, from both sides for them to be able to fulfill what the opportunity is and that opportunity is both sides it's an opportunity for the client to buy the products and the service as much as it is an opportunity for the salesperson to sell it you know I, I, here's a little anecdotal story from my own personal experiences. Biggest pivotal moment in my sales career came back in, I think, 1986, 1987. I was working for a very small software company in my home birth town of Hull on the northeast coast of, 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 of England. And our sales director uh, decided to send me and my four or five colleagues in our sales team down to London to an evening seminar called the Close That Sale Seminar. It was run by a gentleman called Robin Elder, uh, who was you know, quite big at the time in, in sales training and a great speaker. It was held in a hotel banqueting suite. There was probably an audience of about four or 500 people. And there was a small stage with a lectern at one end. And, and you know, the lights went low uh, and the spotlight came on the, the lectern and some voice in the back introduced Robin and he came on stage and he stood there at the lectern welcomed everybody and he said ladies and gentlemen please put your hand up if you're a professional salesperson 
and I'm sat there, I was kind of in my mid-twenties at the time, you know, with my suit and shirt and tie on in the big city for my, you know, I put my hand up. Um, and he said, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Now, could all the professional buyers in the audience please put their hand up? And the other half of the audience put their hand up, and I sat there, I was aghast. You know, this was the close that sale seminar. It wasn't the close that buy seminar, you know. <laughs> and what he went on to talk about in detail was actually the role of buying and selling is exactly the same. How we go about negotiating with each other, how we go about understanding each other's needs, um, how we take a very equal footing and an equal approach. And it, uh, quite frankly, I talk about it as a pivotal moment in my sales career because it changed my sales career. It changed it in, in that client meetings that I had after that, I would sit down in front of the clients and say, you know, you realize that you and I are going to go through the same process with each other. You know, I believe there's an opportunity for us to sell our products and services to your organization, and you believe that there's an opportunity for you to buy them. The process that we're going to go through from opposite sides of the table is going to be exactly the same. So perhaps one of the things that we should do to start with is work out what that best process is going to be. And then we can enjoy doing it together and hopefully build a great relationship on the back of it. Gosh, the impact that had on my sales career was enormous because it stopped me from walking in, sitting down in front of the client, and the first thing I wanted to do was to talk about my features, advantages, and benefits. Here's our products. Here's our company. Here's our this. Here's our that. Here, you know, here's all the things that they've told me to say. And actually kind of take a, a step back. What we do within our learning is fundamentally, through the Principal Selling Series, is taking that client-centric approach, coming together, understanding the compelling need, perhaps building and creating new compelling needs that the client wasn't aware of because the sales process is an education, helping people understand how they demonstrate themselves and their products and their services as being credible, and then having the opportunity um, to then demonstrate the perceived individual unique value to that client. That's what we do. And in doing so, we're creating differentiation from our competitors. Because I've got to tell you, and I see and speak and spend time with a lot of salespeople every month, every year, I've got to tell you, that is not the typical approach. The typical approach is, here's my product, this is what it does, this is how it does it, do you want to buy it? No. That's what we do with the uh, with 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 the goldmine series. Um, that's how the content um, provides the return for people to be able to uh, to to really embrace that client-centric approach. And it's called the principal sales series uh, in terms of its its, its base concept uh, content because it is a principled way of 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 selling. It is in itself. Uh, a, a, a methodology that has integrity. The entire system 
it sounds like a lot. There's a lot there. There's a lot of value. There's a lot of content there. But just from what we've spoken about in the past of it being a lower barrier to entry, that's pretty crazy. So let's actually talk about the barrier to entry here a little bit and show them how much value they're getting for their investment, which is probably not all that much. Well, I mean, <laughs> you, you know, you talked about the barrier to entry. Yeah. Uh, and, and of course, cost typically is one of those barriers to entry. Well, the goldmine series is is not a barrier to entry. It it, it it's an access yeah. to to entry. Um, I, you know, I, I've talked before about the fact that we're we're in the the IP business. Um, we are very passionate about what we do and how we do it. We've created uh, a significant raft of of, of content. Um, that's really good stuff. And the last thing in the world I want to happen is people that can benefit from it not have the opportunity to benefit from it because I decide that I want to inflate my ego by charging too much for it. And so the Goldmine series, which is the six videos, the interactive e-learning, and 12 months of monthly live interactive webinars has a cost of $395 um, and there's obviously lots of different comparisons that I, I can make on what people are spending $395 on today you know uh, they're probably spending at least that in Starbucks yeah okay. probably every month for some people <laughs> but frankly yes we've reduced the barrier to entry. Yes, we've created that access through lowering the cost of what is typically seen. But what's more important, the real question to ask, of course, and, and you know, I eat my own dog food, is what's the value out of it? So anybody who's interested in learning, whether that be everything or utilizing the content as a reference library to be able to support them, in certain aspects and elements, as, as we've discussed. The question they've got to ask themselves is, what more do they have to sell? How much more productive do they have to be? And more importantly, how much more productive can they be if they understand more about the sales process, can be more effective in the sales process, can develop more... Uh, commercially orientated relationships with their clients that enables them to hold fast on their pricing and protect their pricing and as importantly differentiate themselves from the competitor you know going back to creating a higher quality interaction as we talked about you know earlier on with their clients and, and using that as a basis for differentiation and I think you'll find in most instances within your audience, they don't have to sell much more or protect their pricing much more to be able to get a significant 10, 20, 30 time return on that cost of, of $395. Um, and if people are uh, concerned about that, then frankly, they've got to then really consider their motivation to learn in the first place. Um, and, and there's very little I can do about that, uh, <laughs> quite frankly, because people either see it as an opportunity 
or they don't. One of the ways in which we sell ourselves is to talk to people about our beliefs and identify whether we have that shared belief. That's our why, if you will. And those people out there that are familiar with Simon Sinek and the Golden Circle will understand what really comes first is our why. Our how and our what is important, but our why is the most important thing. And if we don't share that belief, then people are never likely to buy it. But for those that where we do, I want to make sure that through that pricing, they have as low a barrier to entry and as little thought needs to go into whether it's something that they can do. And of course, they can go online and purchase it on their credit card. They can do it through PayPal, actually, and utilize the PayPal six months interest free credit if they so wished and they wanted to spread the payments. Yeah. Pretty cool. And yeah, just like you were saying earlier, it's, it's amazing to see when people kind of mess up. Again, the value portion of this, where they're like, oh, it's, it's $395. Like, well, yeah, but, <laughs> you know, implement a lot of the steps in your training, and even even if you only make 10 extra dollars per sale, that's what, 30 sales you've made your money back, 40 sales, and that's, like, incredibly low compared to what you could be doing over time. Yeah, I so, mean, it depends on your market, and it depends yeah. on the price of your products and so on, yeah. um, but, the, you know, there's two things that we... we, we believe and have a lot of evidence to suggest that we're doing with the series and the people that are utilizing the series. One is we're enabling them to be able to increase their profitability mm -hmm. uh, and, and certainly protect that profitability in competitive marketplaces. And, and they're doing that by being in a position where they're protecting their price. And what's really important about it, I mean, we talked about client-centric selling, you know, Things that people do feel difficulty with in the sales process is typically where they have to talk about and, and, and substantiate price yeah. and how they go about handling objections. Client-centric selling really kind of dilutes the need for that. Uh, I think it provides an environment which is far more comfortable for people that perhaps don't actually see themselves as salespeople or uh, con would consider, consider themselves to be non-salespeople. Um, uh, quite simply because client-centric selling is really this kind of coming together where we're handling any potential questions, issues or challenges that could relate to being objections at the point they come up rather than believing that we have to wait for all of that stuff at the end and then hurriedly try to answer them and get a close in. Yeah. You know, that's not what principal selling is about. Pretty good. So I want to thank you all for watching. We had a lot of fun here with John. Um, so as a benefit for being part of the Hampshire Business Show, you've probably heard me say this before, but since we bring you the best and quite possibly the coolest stuff available in New Hampshire, for following the show, you also receive an extra 25% off of, uh, the gold mine selling series. So that the code for that is NHBS25. And if you put that in into the cart where it asks for the discount code, you will, it will take 25% off of the deal. So for a program that is already super awesome at $395, for you, it's going to be it's like 296 So don't miss out on that opportunity. It's going to be amazing. Um, it's a brand new series out there. And like you said, the bear 
the barrier entry is low and he's just giving you barrier access get in there learn how to make yourself and your company more profitable and really go with it and learn because sales training is hugely important for businesses and people don't take advantage of it and quite frankly they lose out um, their companies go under when in all reality that education you know that everyone wants to go to college but you know when it comes to being an entrepreneur you can't go to college for that it doesn't work but you you do something like this and this is your education you learn to sell you learn what it takes to be a successful entrepreneur so nhbs25 check it out i'm gonna put the link in the description below so you can check out the um, the training program and i will see you guys as we uh, continue our normal interviews moving forward